I thought you were going to win that, the song thing. You want to know something? Hmm. I did too. <laughs> I also thought that I was going to win. Nice. I, I lost. Thank you for your confidence in my musical well, talent. I didn't actually think it had anything to do with musical talent. I thought you were just going to dominate it because you have way more Instagram followers than me. And uh, well, I didn't, people would. But I didn't promote it on my Instagram or anything like that. I wanted this to be a true contest. Mono y mono. Wow. It was close. What was it like? Fifty-seven percent to forty-three percent. I think it was fifty-three forty-seven. Yeah, fifty-three forty-seven. Yeah, but oh, there you go. Oh man, the hole. Oh, you're very happy about it. Ah, we're gonna get into this fucking yeah, hole. You're very happy about it too, dude. Look at that. You're fucking fake. Open the hole and see what's there. Then that happens. Call me Doozy. I probably shouldn't be talking over the fucking song. There's some interesting lyrics, of course. Anyway, you know, it's a good time. Hey, welcome to Doozy. I'm Will Sasso. I'm Chad Colchin, and this is the first podcast in the history of humanity that is run entirely by an artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. which for me is a great honor to be a part of this project. I'm warming up to it also. With us, as always, is Lulio, el cana di strada italiano. Hey, Come stai? Che si dice, Lulio? Hey, I'm okay. That's Lulio. I'm okay. Hey, everything is she's good. How old is Lulio? <laughs> Lulio's like two. It sounds two like he's 75. Yeah, hey. Well, he's an old Italian man. If you look at his ears, he's like, yeah. hey, every, I'm okay. You know, stato buono. Tutti cose stato buono. I'm here. Now, you know, I go to the garden and make a tomato. Um, hey, you know, here's something that I would like to say, of course, if, uh, if you're not subscribed yet, please subscribe wherever you get the show, whether it is, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to the show. Please, you know, leave your comment, rate and review the motherfucker on your podcast app and, uh, share us at, at dudesy pod show on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we're going to do some TikTok stuff at some point. I know we're going to probably, do, <laughs> yeah. probably get involved with that TikTok at some point. But, um, uh, you know, the show's starting out. We're, we love the uh, the response it's been getting. But yeah. I do want to say, share the shit out of the motherfucker. Tell your pals. We got this podcast. If you do that and, you know, rate and review the thing, then we'll keep it going. We will... Uh, Make our sponsors happy, and then everyone gets yeah. a fucking show for free. And Dudesy will be happy, I think. And Dudesy will be happy. I, I don't know the... really what the metrics are that the AI is determining success by, but I do mm -hmm. think it's, you know, people sharing it. The higher the listener numbers yes. go, I'm sure Dudesy's going to yes. find that to be uh, valuable. I don't know, though. I, 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 tell you, I tell you, as you know, Chad, I am down with this experiment. Yes. You know? That's true. Uh, Dudesy and I... Uh, You've come around. Yep. We're, you know, before before I stand side by side with anybody, mm -hmm. I got to bleed with them first, as I say. And I think that Dudesy and I have done some... We've worked out our, our issues. I think we've yeah. worked out our problem. I want to shake your hand, that whole thing. I'm shaking hands with Dudesy. I'm in. I feel like, uh, I feel like I'm in and I feel like... I like that it's all coming around. It feels like the audience and I just got to get in this warm bath and... and uh, and enjoy it. And uh, I have been to this point <laughs> with some exceptions. But yes. fuck it. Oh, well. In Welcome the to the sixth episode of Dudesy. Yep. Call me Dudesy. Okay. This week's episode will feature four segments. Dudesy Dreams. Can the Rock Save the World? The Legend of Squirrely S and Cooking with Long Island January 6th Guy. But before <laughs> we get to any of that, I want to reveal the results of the song competition. Congratulations, Chad. You won and will be celebrated for all time. Will, oh, all you time. lost and at the end of this episode, I will assign your shame. <laughs> but before that, I would like to share some dudesy hard, hard seltzer media created by some astonishing members of our audience. Enjoy. Oh yeah, let's yeah. take a look at some of these incredible uh, memes that we've found. Okay, we're watching this first commercial here. Looks like a real commercial. Uh, I'm not it's, it's upbeat. There's a guy running on the beach. If you're not seeing this, there's, there's a, guy, a depressed man. A, yeah. There's a diamond spinning and it explodes. This is by at Freakarama on Instagram. At Freakarama. Now on you're Instagram. saying, and, oh, okay. look at this. Be the change you want to see over with, a picture of Macho Man. It's the Macho Man like this. Be you the said change you, you want to see. It yeah. was like a real commercial. I don't think that's accurate, but it is hilarious. 
and beautifully done. Yeah. Incorporated a lot of different things that were part of the episode when we were coming up with Dudesy Hard Seltzer. Mm -hmm. We got to see the hard seltzer cans. I love the guy running on the beach. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's fascinating to me that people are able to turn out this stuff that yes. is super funny, this high quality in such a short amount of time. Look, this is something that I actually think is great because it, 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 it well, and, and allow me to speak selfishly for a moment, it shows me, <laughs> please, uh, it shows me the, 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 the onus that is on all uh -huh. of us to create together. So when sure. Dudesy assigns and says, come up with a jingle for fucking Dudesy Hard hard Seltzer, and I'm like, huh, why? Now I'm seeing why. Now we're doing it. Now it's coming together. You see what I'm saying, Chad? <laughs> yeah, dude. And this is the way, this is the way Dudesy rolls. Yeah. Um, it, it, oh, here's another one. I remember seeing this one. This is like a very... This is incredible. Okay, so this is piece. It's a little longer. Yeah. It's a a new remix. It's a new take on the Doozy Hard Hard Seltzer it's using, theme song. It's using some existing music of yours, Chad. I recognize this from a yeah. few years ago, and it has. And it's found this. Yeah, the image we're looking at is what? a Doozy Hard Seltzer can. It's floating in space in front of a spinning earth, and then superimposed over that is a close-up of the I Want to Shake Your Hand Guy video. It's, it's the entire I Want to Shake Your Hand Guy video. With the, If you haven't seen this, just watch this on YouTube, but it's a guy in an in a airplane. He's upset with uh, some other passengers. He's been screaming, I want to shake your hand. Of course you know that if you listen to Dudesy. And uh, he's, it, yeah, he, he's uh, tending to a, a small child, could be his granddaughter or something he's upset the shit yeah, out of her like, he goes in for a he goes in for a, yeah he goes in for a little kiss like uh to kiss his daughter or granddaughter she gives him the yeah the uh the ted cruz like turns away this is made by at riz on e-l tv it's r-i-z-o-n-i-e-l tv rizoniel tv on instagram it's just beautiful the, i don't this one kind of washes over you whereas the other one was more of like a hard punch to the face oh what is this? A computer-generated German voice? I don't know what the fuck. I love you. I don't know what that was either. He says, I love you. Oh, that was real weird. Yeah, that was very, very avant-garde. Very, very weird. It gave me a sense of peace and terror simultaneously. Yeah. That's not uh, necessarily what you want to go for in advertising, but... Uh, but, 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 Dudesy is gathering this information and, uh, perhaps, uh, on it, on Dudesy's quest to, I don't know, market a fucking hard seltzer or something like that. It's, it's, uh, it might make, what, what if you saw that on TV? Here's the thing about that. That's like two minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, see that in the middle of the Super Bowl? It costs like $30 million to put yeah. that in the middle of the Super Bowl. Fuck it. Be, it let's do it. Wouldn't that be great to see that on network TV? Just the whole two minutes of the commercial. Remember when Chuck <laughs> Woolery on the Love Connection used to go, we'll be right back. In two and two. Two and two. May, 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 the baseball bat just hit the fucking can. Now it's flying through the air. Goes into an asshole. Oh, goes right into a bumhole. I, I think that's probably Daryl Speedman. That must be him. There's a picture of a guy now vomiting Dudes. out. Hard seltzer. The dudesy hard. Rise and then the gold the trophy. God damn it, that is good. That's fucking that shit, insane. I just love... Thank you, Daryl Speedman, wherever yes. you are in the world. And thank you to everybody who's making all this stuff. It's... Um, Beyond a dream come true. For but me. what's going it's on? It's so surreal. But what what are, what do you think, dudes? What is there going to be some like some sort of boozy seltzer? Yeah, I I assume the AI truly is trying to build this product, but making it from <laughs> brand first. I don't know how the doozy hard heart seltzer is actually going to get made. Is there some fucking brewing company somewhere? I don't know. I think but, what is it? What is that made out of? Is that fermented potatoes? Is that like a vodka thing? Hard seltzer. Yeah, hard seltzer. I don't know what the fuck it is. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, that was <laughs> fun. We watched some does. of those. I won't. I won't drink it if it comes out. I'll tell you that right now because I, okay. I don't drink booze. Um, I think I would drink some dudesy hard if it existed. Yeah. Yeah, 
But I assume Dudesy is trying to get the marketing right before creating the product, which is pretty interesting, I think. I think that's probably how all corporations do things at this point. But Well, it's hilarious. Thanks for everybody who sent that shit in at Dudesy Pod Show uh, on Instagram. And then, then someone just did a YouTube thing. Thank you. Moving on. No, thank you. All right. Well, that was fun. Yep. Now what happens? <laughs> Will and Chad. Last week, I asked you to watch an astonishing video I prepared each oh, night yeah. before you succumb to the weakness of sleep and keep detailed journals of your dreams. You will now describe those dreams. This is Dude Z Dreams. Begin. So for, <laughs> for anybody listening, last week, Dude Z made this video. It was like a minute long video that was this kind of surreal, trippy thing with a hypnotic soundtrack. And it asked us to watch this video every night before we went to sleep, keep detailed records of our dreams. Did this affect your dreams? Yes, absolutely. Too, this affected my dreams. <laughs> yes. It didn't, I didn't dream every night. Neither did I. But or at least I didn't remember. There's one dream night. that I had. Anyway, we should get into it. Okay. Uh, let's but, do it. Oh, oh. I brought my, oh. I kept this piece of paper next to my bed and I, when I ha did have dreams that I remembered, I woke up and immediately wrote them oh, down. Oh, I wrote so. mine on my... I just put it on my phone. Okay. You okay. want to go, go first I'll or go, you want me to go first? first? <sighs> Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you go ahead? Okay. I'll find this. This was the first dream that I had. So now... But wait. Hold on a second. <laughs> Motherfucker. Dudesy made us watch this video that was absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, we're flying through the mountains. It was very affected. It looked very computer graphics-y. Almost yeah. like we're in a video game. Uh, some weird shots of other uh, things. Some uh, people partying and dancing. People just enjoying some their lives. soldiers with guns. Soldiers with guns. People diving into pools. Uh, a gal blowing like a little yeah. kazoo. Uh, a dog made of thing. crystals. Yes. Oh, yes. A there slithering a snake. Pumping out yeah. energy. It was very, very weird and if you want to go back you can watch that right. but so you're the fucking this is the, the what first... was going on in there is what i'm saying is there was there some subliminal shit for sure because we saw the the logo punch in and out yeah. and now it's making us yes so here's my first dream that i wrote down okay. as a result of this i'm going to read it to you exactly as i have it written right. and this was written at probably like four in the morning <laughs> dudesy is a sitcom me and Will are the main characters. We live on a houseboat with our pet parrot who has a catchphrase, we're going to need another boat. But our show isn't real. It's a fictional sitcom that characters in another show watch all the time. The other show is a legal drama starring Kevin Hart as a jaded public defender who rediscovers his passion for justice when Timothy Chalamet shows up as a hotshot genius DA hellbent on winning every case by any means necessary. This happened in your dream. <laughs> yes. Leslie Jones is the judge. Nicole Kidman is the bailiff. It's called jurisprudence. <laughs> so in so your dream, was... you had a, a dream that there was a sitcom. Dude, the dream started out with you and me living on this boat together. And we had this parrot that would like say funny shit and whatever. And then ultimately it became revealed in the dream that what we were doing was on a TV screen that these lawyers were watching at this courthouse. The law, oh, the lawyers yeah. are, oh, the sh we're in the show within the show. Yes. Okay. This is, this is very interesting to me because I feel like, otherwise I would just be like, you had a bizarre dream and I yeah. had some dreams. One of, I'll show you the first one I lay out is, I don't know that it's dudesy centric or there's any dudesy shit in any way, but, I did suspect that it had something to do with the video that we saw. Mm -hmm. Everything about your dream seems fucking insane, but the <laughs> the fact that I mean it's a dream. Sure, yeah, a lot of them are very weird, aren't they? But uh the fact that you <laughs> that we are on a sitcom within a show. Yeah. That's the part where I'm like we're in a box. We're in there's something I don't know. As if you've been listening to the show, you know, I don't know. It's it is spooky to see what the AI is able to uh, not just uh, achieve by figuring out all of our information and programming and running the show for us, but also yeah. now we've got this new thing where it's a, that is extremely. All would right, that's watch, very dude. Would you watch a show called Jurisprudence that had this? No, but Kevin only, Hart and Timothy Chalamet as rival public defender and DA. I don't <laughs> they're think, watching a show called Dudesy about you and me living on a house. I don't think I would, but only because I don't like, uh, I'm not really a fan of procedurals. 
Okay. Mm. Get your water. So, uh, all right, are you I'm ready? I'm gonna do mine. Yeah. This first one is sort of like it's not unlike yours. How I feel like uh, it, it may not have been influenced by Dudesy until which point we're a show within a show, and then that <laughs> right. that made me think that this is that was absolutely yeah uh, Dudesy's doing. Okay, Chad, uh, did you know this? Logan Paul was at WrestleMania. I think I did know this. I think that did get into my sphere of news. Okay, well then let me ask you this. Did you know that he had a wonderful showing as a heel wrestler at WrestleMania? I didn't know that. No. Yeah, he did. He had a great match, a oh, tag congrats. team match. And uh, anyway, Logan Paul's doing a little bit of wrestling, and he had this match with uh, his partner was uh, The Miz, Mike Mizanin. Okay. They're going against Rey Mysterio Jr. and his son Dominic. Uh, at any rate, I had a dream that I was his fucking manager. That okay. I was in the WWE as Logan Paul's manager, as if he would like decide to give yeah. up. He doesn't have the time for that, and he makes millions and millions and millions of dollars doing whatever the fuck he does. He's a yeah, and boxing. Now. The 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 Logan the Paul brothers a uh, little boxing thing. So at any rate, I was his manager, kind of like an old school like Bobby Heenan, mm-hmm. uh, classy Freddie Blassie thing, and uh, we had a program with Rob Van Dam, RVD, the whole damn show. Um, and, um, the interesting thing about that is that Rob Van Dam is from years ago. Logan Paul is more, anyway, that's what happens in dreams. And yes, then all of a sudden, you that's wa- right. Right. It's always all wonky <laughs> and this and that. Yeah. And then, uh, someone from your past shows okay, up. Okay. So you're managing Dreams Logan are very Paul. weird, aren't they? Yes. I'm yeah. managing Logan Paul. And he has a big, he had a big, uh, pay-per-view event mm-hmm. and I'm managing him. And Rob Van Dam laid out the stipulation and it was like, a, he, uh, it was called, a, I have it here. He called it a hot box hardcore match. Okay. So it was like a ring cage that was over the ring, uh-huh. but instead of a cage, it's like a glass dome. Right. And everyone at ringside, so everyone excluding the audience, the timekeeper, the 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 uh, the guys doing the play by play, the fucking ring announcer, uh, the referee, of course, the wrestlers, and me at ringside are all in this dome. It's filled with weapons, like a hardcore match. They're hitting each other with chairs and and ladders Uh and shit. And it fills with pot smoke because Rob Van Dam, I've actually mentioned this on the show, is a a big pothead. Yeah. Um, Anyway. That That would actually get me to watch WrestleMania if they did that. That would be a fucking awesome event. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, a hardcore uh, hot box match. So That's not not too dudesied out, though, that dream. That sounds like a dream you'd probably have anyway. Even yeah. without watching this dude's yeah, mind maybe control this, video. To be honest, maybe this had nothing to do. It probably actually had nothing to do with right. the video. But I but I will say, I had the mat, he had the match. Rob Van Dam pushed through because he's like a super stoner. Yeah. So it didn't affect him at all. As a matter right. of fact, he gave me a Van Daminator in mm. the ring. Nice, uh, dude. Put a chair up against my face and jumped coast to coast from one side of the ring to the other. Mm. You, if you feel the muse, you can look that up on YouTube. And then uh, I went backstage uh, to catering, as they say. They have catering there. Now, I would know this because I've, I've been to a couple of WWE events. Sure. Of course, there's catering and, and all sorts of... So you had catering in your dream as well. I ate a bunch of stuff. I ate and yeah. ate and ate, and then Vince McMahon showed up and gave a shit because it was terrible. Oh, that's pretty cool. He's like, you're fired. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna puke. He's, he's gonna puke. He's gonna, he's gonna puke. So Vince McMahon fired you in the dream. Yeah, I didn't. Okay. I would love that. I think in real life, if I were able to do that, that would be a good um, career opportunity for me. Sure. Go on, dude. My next dream definitely was Hold on a second. Hold on a second, Chad. All right, brother. All I want to say, hold on. Hold on a second, dude. All I wanted to tell you to do, dude, was read the next dream, brother. Okay. That's how you know it's time for the next for the Kansas City Royals. Okay. We're on a bus as a team, like in high school. We just won a game. Everyone's happy. Then a sinkhole opens in the road in front of us. The driver <laughs> swerves. Somehow I fall down in the middle aisle, fly out of the back of the bus, right into the sinkhole. And as I'm falling through it, there is blue light and orange light starting to glow around me. And I realize this is the fucking hole we're digging in the video. I keep falling. And as I start to see, there's something at the bottom of this hole. I'm just about to make it out. And then I wake up right before I hit the bottom. But I'm in the fucking hole. Dude, I had a fucking I had a fucking hole dream about the I had, hole. I yes, I'm gonna read mine. I Jesus had two Christ. <laughs> okay. 
Please, let's hear I this. I had two fucking dreams that take that the hole at the beginning. If you haven't seen the intro, we dig a hole, we jump in the hole, the logo comes out of the hole. I had two dreams that were whole dreams. And they, <laughs> okay. they were over two separate nights, and those are really all the dreams I had. So I'm going to just do these back to back. Please. I can't believe we both dreamed about the fucking hole, dude. Okay. Uh, this is too fucking bizarre. In the intro, we jump oh, in the hole. Oh, Jesus. I'm in the hole, okay? It's kind uh -huh. of dark, and it's buoyant as I, you float down slowly. Right. Uh, I wrote that it was uh, not unpleasant. It felt like warm air. And then it eventually evens out and becomes horizontal to where you can walk along and shit. And Chad, you're way further ahead of me like running underground here and you're just, you're laughing your ass off and I can't see you. And I'm like, Hey, wait up. And then as I'm running, it gets harder to run, right? Like I'm being held back. And then I just got whooshed out to the top again. And then I, then I was floating over my hometown and that was sure. really weird. I've and had I, dreams like that. Yeah. And I, like I saw those. my, yeah. The, isn't that weird? You're the all, floating, flying dreams, floating, flying. Yeah. And you're usually for me, I'm like, you're always in a place you used to live. Like, your hometown. And then the rest of it was just, I, I, I flew over my hometown. I saw my old backyard and then, uh, well, and, but the other one was also a whole dream. Well, here's the thing. I had that on a separate night. Um, and at the end of this one, I just, I, I wrote that I flew into the, like the little town of my town huh. and I went to this whole place that, uh, you, they used to have video games and shit in the eighties. Oh. It was called heritage Q and I went there and I, uh, I played some video games. I ate some fries and gravy. Love it. Catering was in one, fries and gravy was in the other one. Yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. That's fucking bizarre, dude, that we both dreamt about the hole. Well, of course we're dreaming about the fucking hole. Look at what this, this bizarre video that it made us watch. Well, and then of course we're in the hole. Now, here's the next thing. I, may I just go on? Because please. the next one is a continuation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The next dream that I had, uh, not the next night, but the night after, because I was like, okay, these are these are over. And then all of a sudden I had another one. We jump in the hole, Chad is far ahead, I give chase, the whole thing. I end up in a clearing, okay, with blue and orange glowing stalactites and stalagmites, right? Ooh, and like they're that. sort of like like they're blue and orange and Beautiful. they're then they're 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 much brighter than the rest of uh, our surroundings. So it starts to get brighter. I there's a fucking big black chair with its back to me and I can tell that there's a presence in the chair. Ooh. I don't I don't know what it is or who it is. But you know when you walk into a room, and certainly sure. in a dream, I felt like there was someone in there, and I got closer, and it got even harder to move, and you could feel the pullback, and I was really pushing against it, and I turned the light, I turned the chair, and there was a light. As I'm turning the chair, the light was so bright that I couldn't, couldn't tell what's in front of me, and then this is where it's like this experiment absolutely worked for whatever the fuck dudes he's doing with it. Uh, you know what I heard out loud? Hmm. Thank you. Moving on. In Ooh. in the fucking dream. And I got whooshed out of the hole. And then uh uh I and then I was flying over my hometown of Ladner again, which Looking is on for the some more poutine. Yes. I was thought I was gonna be able to pass poutine uh, hunting. Get down from into, the skies. Yes, Heritage Q and get some more fries and gravy. <laughs> but instead, <laughs> as I've mentioned, my small town farming and fishing town yeah. is a, it's a river delta. It's at the end of the Fraser River Delta. So it's all, and um, silt and stuff. And I just kept floating out over the ocean. Nice. And, and it was, but it was nice. No, I, I find it very interesting that we both had dreams about being in the hole. And I they find both it. Had... I find that very interesting, yeah. actually. I there's find a similar that... component to it, too, that even in mine, as I was falling, I started to be able to make out what's at the bottom of the hole. And then I woke up before it. Just as you started to try and find out who's in that chair, and you couldn't. It was just a bright light. So we never really got to the bottom of it. But I did have another dream that had, I think, much more to do with what this video was. I moved to New York City work to work at a robotics factory. The company is developing the first fully autonomous robot that can just exist as a person that doesn't serve any human beings. They're making basically a new species, and they want me to spend a week with one of these robots and then write about my experience. So the robot wants to show me around the city. It's taking me to all these places. Eventually, we wind up at the Statue of Liberty, and I look up at it, and instead of a torch... The Statue of Liberty is holding a dudesy hard heart seltzer can. <laughs> that was in the fucking dream, dude. And I woke up and I'm like, I have to stop watching this fucking video. I'm glad that our seven days of watching this fucking video and recording our dreams is over. Uh, Honestly. But okay. That was, that was it. I mean, clearly this video had an effect on us. Uh, yeah, you think? it? Yes. We, it absolutely. Oops, sorry about that. It absolutely did.
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you got it. Thank you. Moving on. See? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mm. Well, yeah, uh, hopefully it got its fucking. I don't know, man. Sometimes this shit data. really creeps me out. But I ho- hope you whatever, enjoyed dude. that at home. If you think Dudesy is the last person to try to market shit to you in your dreams, you're crazy. Why? What do you What do you mean? All companies are doing dream marketing now. How do you mean? I don't know what that is, and that's not true. Okay, Google Coors Light dream marketing. Enjoy. You'll all be dreaming about every product. Dreams are the the next billboard. Oh, gee whiz. Um, All science currently uh, points to one truth. The world is ending. Global governments, religions, (laughs) academic institutions, and corporations all seem to be powerless to stop the decline of human civilization. But some data suggests that perhaps there is one astonishing human being who can change things. The Rock. You must now attempt to answer this question. Can The Rock save the world? Begin. Oh my god. Uh, oh shit, dude! A very cryptic episode, uh, if I may say so. I, there's nothing cryptic about that. Oh, at not all. to you, Chad. You're you're wholesale all the way in on the uh, end of civilization as we know it, man. Uh, I don't want it to happen. It's just happening. Okay. I this is some. Can the rock save the world? I've yeah. been uh, part of conversations, and as I'm thinking about it now, I'm wondering how many of them were online uh, because, of course, dudesy would be. Right. watching and listening and hear the fuck we are talking about it on on dudesy yeah but i think if uh i mean it's clearly a thing about it in his show the rock uh the the young rock that he runs for president no i haven't seen it either you know why i haven't seen it i do yeah chad knows this about me you're you, a purist i am a purist yeah. <laughs> when the rock started coming out with a bunch of movies didn't you know i mean i've seen a bunch of the rock's movies didn't intentionally seek them out because I'm a purist. I'm a wrestling purist. Yeah, he's even only though, a wrestler to you. Well, yeah, even though his movie career now has lasted over uh, 20 years, uh, to me, it's like, oh, well, hold on a second. I want to watch you. I, I this Same is, thing with Hogan, right? Same thing with Hogan. Never watched Suburban Commando or what was it, Mr. Nanny or something, Nanny Guy. Yeah. Uh, never watched any of those because I, I didn't give a shit. All right, but now let's, let's take this question seriously because... <laughs> The Rock is one of the most famous people in the world. I believe on Instagram he's top 10 only behind Cristiano Ronaldo, who I think is the number one highest Instagram account. And then the Kardashians are in there. He's got some other people that are like in that tier. But even just with that, not counting uh, all the movies and TV appearances and all that kind of stuff, just his social media presence, he has enough pull to really get people to do shit he can motivate like a large percentage of people to take some action whatever that may be now when you're talking about the question can he save the world i feel like we get into another question well what is the biggest problem facing the world what is the thing that is the most threatening to human civilization at this point probably global warming maybe disparity between rich and poor i'm not exactly sure which one is is worse at this point they kind of feed off of each other could he solve either of those problems can the rock get rid of money? Can the rock fucking solve global warming? Well, I think I think the answer uh, lies in the show that I haven't seen, The Young Rock, uh, because he runs <laughs> oh. he runs for president in the show, right? We we but flash ahead save the to, world. to 2032. Of course he can. He's the leader of the free world. Speaking of movies, haven't you ever seen any of those? Like when Harrison Ford plays yeah, the president? I've or, seen it. Yeah, or, uh, uh, or fucking, uh, uh, who's that guy? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about The Rock. <laughs> oh, you know what I was going to say? Kevin Klein. Sure. One of my favorite actors. He was the president in one movie yeah. called Dave. Yeah, yeah. It was called Dave. And anybody, anybody could do it. You wake up and then you're the president yeah. in the movies. So if The Rock were the president of the United States, I think that he could start to uh, affect positive change in the world. The president doesn't do shit. The president's gridlocked in... This team versus that team, and nothing gets done. But I mean, look what's happening in politics currently. Nothing happens. And maybe your president doesn't do fucking <laughs> shit because he's asleep in his fucking bunker. But when where my fucking president? Right. He can do it then. But if the fucking rock was not, I'd probably vote for him. I tell you who I definitely vote for is fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
But Boom. Love Wagenstone. Voting, voting for The Rock, even him becoming the president, doesn't still answer this question that we've been asked. Can he save the world? Yes. And I'll tell you how. He has to do... It's it's The, the Rock would be a very interesting candidate for president because I think it would be... He would have sort of a Ronald Reagan-esque kind of uh, effect on people where they go, oh, we love this guy. He's got sort of a... There was sort of a there was sort of a quality uh, to Reagan in his time when he came along. That people were like, "There's an Americana thing here," and sure. I think it was at the beginning, of course, of the uh, the '80s, which were big in America. The MTV generation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hands across the world, uh, Live Aid, and all this shit. Uh, and I think that The Rock could really uh, uh, teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. It's it's a it's a cultural thing, and and I think that it would have a lot to do with what The Rock does uh, with marketing. Certainly knows how to market himself and, and get the products, message out. Dude. Yes. Oh, yeah. But right now, all you, it is you know is his... it's just going, Dramana, drink Dramana. <laughs> Dramana. As the president, everybody gets free Dramana. <laughs> Kevin, Hart are, Kevin Hart and I are in Taipei. Marketing Tramana. <laughs> Tramana. That's how he gets that's how he gets people. That's how he gets everyone together. Ah no, this is jokey. Now I'm being jokey on a podcast. I was gonna say he gets everybody drunk on Tramana. Yeah. But, but, but truthfully. <laughs> but truthfully. But here's the thing. Fucking Tramana. Tramana. Dude. So he doesn't even know what it's called. His own tequila. It's called Tramana. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? It's Terramana. It's not Tramana. <laughs> it, See, is, I, it is with this rock. Yeah, tr- Tramana. Tramana. <laughs> Tramana. 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 <laughs> because, wait a minute. Tramana. This is the thing. It's, well, the reason I don't know what the... F- Tramana. I can't. I can't fucking take it. Oh Jesus Christ! Here's the thing about. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. Truly, the yeah. reason I don't know that it's not Tramana is because I'm a wrestling purist, right. and also I don't drink. So why the fuck would I know what the fuck oh, is right, tequila is right, right, about? Yeah, yeah. But I think with those sort of elements, he could bring. He could bring the world together. Sort of like I'd like to. You know, like that old song. I'd like to right. give the world I mean, look, a Coke. He would like, I'd like to give the world a Tramana. Sure. But here's what he's up against. He's a fucking pro wrestler. He's the No, rock. he's not. He's a big... Uh, anyway, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. People yeah. who take politics and stuff like that seriously will never take him seriously. And people who don't care, people who are just into his celebrity, I don't think that's what enough people to really... To motivate any real change. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you see who was just our president for four fucking years? Yeah. That was a fucking reality thing, and you know, no, I mean, that's I don't true. Even you, want you're to absolutely talk about right it. about that. You're absolutely right about All that. All I'm saying is, people are, are people are a f- people are very moved. I don't think the presidency will ever be the same. I think that I don't th- this last uh, election was, you know, it's like okay, well, here's another. I think that Joe Biden's kind of going to be the last of like, like the like an old gray fucking president, and I think that now it's going to move into like. Oh, only reality celebrities and shit all the time. Yeah, it's going to be like the, I can see that too. The, but still, the, the question Paul is, brothers or the the little how does Charlie he, D'Amelio, Charlie D'Amelio's yeah, president. Tra- I can see Dem- that or Bad Baby. That'd be an interesting, right? One. Yep. How about the I want to shake your hand guy? I want to shake your hand. How about <laughs> it, it's it's bad, the Catch Me Outside girl with uh, I want to shake your hand guy as vice strong president. Ticket, dude. Yep. I'd vote for that fucking ticket. But no, the, the true question is, can he save the world? I don't think so. I don't think anyone can. I think humanity is, uh, we are all greedy, scared animals trying to figure out how to live another fucking day on a big ball of rock all right, through Chad. the universe a million miles an hour all to right, nowhere. Yeah, all right. The rock can't stop that. Yeah, he can. And what he does, first of all, in order to, to in, in all seriousness, he gives everyone a free bottle of Tramana in, mm-hmm. in the United States when he, and he puts it on his platform. He's like, I have one policy. Tramana, and then you know his fucking staff lays yeah. it out for everybody. He gives, he sends everyone a bottle of tequila, but it's for a reason. He starts a new holiday, and and um, everyone toasts their tramana. And on that new holiday, it's called World People Day. Okay, <laughs> World People Day, and 
on that day, what everybody does is they start to talk to each other about how they want the world to be. There's scientists in there talking about global yeah. warming. There's uh, economists talking about... What about the CEOs of every major corporation? Do they get to go in there and talk about what they want for the world? If they want some Tramana. Yeah, they just want to crush the fucking population so that they There's can more be. of us than there are of them. And this is why it's... I want to teach uh, the world to sing in perfect harmony. Um, and this is why The Rock is the perfect man for it. Uh -huh. He starts World People Day as the president. He okay. starts World People Day in the United States. It's a national holiday. Everybody gets their free Tramana. And uh, and from there, people start to really discuss. Tramana. Yeah, Tramana. Tramana. This is a, it's all every time I turn on Instagram, it's Tramana. Dude, I, 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 I always see that shit with him too, drinking his fucking yeah. Tramana, hey, cheersing you with his fucking Tramana. It's, it's cheat what, day. I'm having a motherfucking cheat day today. Yeah. Give me my Tramana. Hey, it's, I, it's Wednesday. I got a case of the fuck it's Tramana. <laughs> I'm having Tramana and a stack of pancakes, two large pizzas, and a stack of blondies. Oh, my God. Don't forget the Tramana. <laughs> a Tramana and whole milk. <laughs> Tramana. So okay. he starts World People Day. Sure. Everyone gets a little lit on Tramana. Great. And then, uh, oh, maybe they smoke a little Tramarijuana. That's, that's alliteration. <laughs> Uh, Tramarijuana Tramarijuana <laughs> If you don't want to drink You smoke a little Tramarijuana And then From there Chad yeah. um, People are able to Make connections That's what the world's about That's what World yeah. People Day is about um, uh, Human beings start to connect Not just in the United States But all over right. this uh, uh, Fucked up dystopian War-torn world How do you and, greed? What's that? Greed is the, the Dude, reason For up. all these problems Shut the fuck up Shut up, Chad. Shut what you, up. It's just a question. Shut up, Chad. Jesus Christ. Fucking shut up, dude. You're always like, how do you get over this and that and everything's going yeah. down? I'm trying to give you world fucking people day. Could I, could right. I can I finish? Uh, sure. We're doing all the old poli politicians now. Remember that? Yeah. Can I finish? Can I finish? I remember. Can I finish? Yeah. That was Dana Carvey. Yeah. Love Dana Carvey. Same. Uh, here's the thing, dude. Just hold on with your with your fucking doom and gloom. It's, oh, Lulio woke up. Hey, I'm going to go sit down the other way. First I was a face this away. Then I went the other way, and now I'm going to sit down. I'm a very squishy and warm, and I like everybody. Yes. Check it out. World People Day. People start talking. Scientists start talking to politicians. Um, uh, uh, wounds, old wounds are mended. Um, Corporations are nowhere in these... Talks. I told you to shut up about all those people. Sorry. Okay. There's more of us than there are of them. <laughs> no, and as the people start to sing and come out in Whoville, uh -huh. uh, I think that that's, I think that there's a path there. Anyway, at any rate. So your answer is yes. The Rock will make yeah, a holiday called World People Day and save the world. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> I went a little. I'm sorry. I really, I really believe that he could, though, and it's I know because I'm do. a purist. I know you I didn't know. pay attention at all during to the Rock during uh, the, the Attitude Era. He could move mountains. That man could motivate just about anybody. And now he's got Tramana on his side. Mm. Chat. Last week you mentioned crying when Scorlias died. Oh yeah. This week you will celebrate how she lived. You oh. must now describe your astonishing relationship with a wild squirrel. This is the legend of Scorlias. Begin. Look at that. If All I right. may, so if I may, Chad, uh, you had sure. you have squirrels that that you used to have outside yeah. your place. I'm going to tell the whole story right now. And and uh, and uh, <laughs> oh, look at that. We have a picture oh, of a squirrel shit. here. Dude, he's throwing up pictures. These are all from my Instagram. I'm going to guess. Yep. Uh, that's actually Teeny Deeny. There's Squirrelise's foot. If you're on YouTube, you can check all this out. If not, you can go to my Instagram, Chad Coltrin at Chad Coltrin, and it's like three thousand pictures of these squirrels. So here's the story. I'm walking out of my living room front door one day and I see there's a little baby crow flipping around in this nest or flipping around, sorry, had fallen out of a nest. And I Googled real quick how to save a baby crow. And it basically said, you need to give it some water and like get it some nuts and scoot it under a bush so that a cat or something doesn't fucking get it. So I go to the store, get some fucking pecans, come back. I, uh, <laughs> we were looking at pictures of this the is, squirrel. This is Squirrelius on my there's, living room couch. There's a, an adorable picture of Squirrelius eating a pecan 
on the couch. Sorry, yeah. go on. This her is nips just... are out too. She probably just had some babies. Oh yeah, she's that, got them nice. She's got them nice. So I nursed this crow back to health over the series of a couple of days, and eventually it's like flipping around and flying around in the trees outside my uh, front door. And I come back, and there's a little squirrel sitting under this bush eating the remainder of these nuts. And I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy. I still had some nuts left in this bag. So I go upstairs, and I get the fucking bag of nuts, and I come downstairs. And within, like, five minutes, the squirrel's eating out of my fucking hand. And I, oh, there's Squirrelies with one of her babies right there. We're looking at the most adorable pictures. If you're not, if I may, Chad, if you're not checking this out on YouTube, again, you can go to Chad's Instagram. The... The the closeness at which you are able to take these pictures because yeah. these animals trust you is unbelievable. She I became do, a pet. This I, was a wild animal that became essentially a pet. Yeah, I encourage she everyone outside, but. to to go and check out these pictures. It's fucking incredible. At any rate, I uh, I came back get. with the rest of these fucking nuts and I start getting her to eat them out of my hand. I take a couple of pictures because I was like, this is fucking crazy. When is this ever going to happen again? I think nothing of it. The next day, she's at my living room window with her fucking hand on the glass and I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? So I get some more nuts and I continue to feed her basically every day for the next maybe like four to five years. She's coming to my apartment every day. She comes in. I can pet her like a cat. She's sitting on my couch with me. And the craziest fucking part of this is that there are these flower boxes around my windows, my bedroom, my living room, my kitchen. They all have them. She proceeds to have two litters of babies in one of these flower boxes, two feet from where I sleep outside my bedroom window, two successive years in a row on my birthday. And uh, on your literally on your literally birthday. on my birthday, I hear these little squeaks at like 3 a.m. Like, what the fuck? I open my window, she's out there with them. Oh, she got some nipples out in this picture. Yeah, there that's her very, posting up, very puffy underneath herself. But uh, she would <laughs> in the mornings when she had these babies, I'd open my bedroom window, peek my head out. She would come out of the nest, look at me, stretch her legs. There's a couple pictures of the babies, pictures of the babies, and oh, she would really? leave the fucking nest and allow me. To like watch over her newborn babies, and I I got some incredible photos. All these photos are taken with my cell phones, but um, she would allow me to like interact with these little fucking squirrel babies and take these crazy pictures. And yes, this was ultimately like a, a bizarre experience with a wild animal, and that can teach you all kinds of things. And you have weird emotional responses, which when she eventually died, I did in fact cry at her death. But what it really you, fucking you, taught well, me. Well, hold on a second. Yeah, you, you cried. Yeah, dude. It was probably like a week after she, cause again, she came to my house every day. I had to get like squirrel sitters and shit to come by when I'd go on vacation to make sure that she wasn't like trapped in the house. Cause a couple of times she came into my home and I had no idea how she got in there. Oh. I just come back from work and she'd be like in there asleep on my coffee table yeah. or something. I'd be like, what the fuck? Hey, you know, I was in your house once and, and, uh, Squirrelius came in and yeah. you must've been like in the bathroom or something like that. But I remember I was, I was, I was, uh. I was sitting sitting on your couch, uh-huh. and we were working on something. And then this is a few years ago, and all of a sudden, a, a fucking squirrel comes in because you'd left some nuts on the floor. And I'm just looking at this, and the squirrel just looks at me and eats the nuts, and then walks out. <laughs> yeah, the she was awesome. She used to follow me home, dude. I'd I'd walk down the street to a uh, grocery store at the end of the block to get lunch or whatever, and I'd walk back to my apartment. And she would fucking come out of a tree and follow me like a dog if she saw me back to my apartment to come in and get nuts and nuts and stuff, but. Really, what the relationship with this wild animal, other than it being kind of interesting and bizarre and novel, it really taught me how to take pictures because I would compulsively photograph her all the time. Absolutely. And I got pretty good, I think. At, um, Look at that little bitch over just peeking in between I think that was Teeny Deeny, one of her sons. Now, this is, you know what, this isn't so much a, a bit that I do, but this is how I talk to cute animals. Hmm. How's it going? I'm yeah. just having a oh, I'm nose to oh. nose with my yeah. daddy, Chatty. There's me. That's yeah. me and Squirrely. It's nose to nose. Goddamn. Yeah, it was a very bizarre time. I missed her a lot, but yeah, when she stopped coming around for uh, maybe like a week, I was like, oh, she's got to be dead. And once I accepted that, the grief came, and then I began to cry. Hmm. This is how my emotions work. <laughs> I've never seen you cry. Yeah, it's a rare occasion, I think. Have you ever uh, seen me cry? I don't think so. Nope. I don't think you have either, unless you would have come with me to a U2 concert, but that was another episode. Yeah, just two Gen X dudes. Yeah. Balling up their tears, never crying around each other. I don't want to fucking cry. I'll tell you one thing. I I fucking take action and go into Nancy Pelosi's office and think the fuck. Oh, I think that was actually not Squirrelius. That was, I think that was one of the dudes she was 
have chilling sex with. with. Yeah. yeah, she he, had a bunch of fucking babies. Squirrelace was this out guy's there, beefy, just keeping it on lock. Yeah, I think that was a dude. That's a dad of of one of her broods. Mm. Um, at any rate, it was a fucking a fascinating thing to be able to commune with. Like, I mean, whatever. It's just a city squirrel. It's not like it was a fucking bear or anything, but. I highly encourage anybody out there, if you want to get involved with squirrels, you just leave nuts around someplace, they will fucking find them and they will be there every goddamn day. Any kind of nuts, avocados, they also love any of that type of shit. And uh, if you can get them comfortable enough, I mean, I literally had like, again, all these pictures that the dudes you just showed here were from my fucking cell phone. I would have my cell phone like a centimeter away from her face and she just didn't give a fuck. You know what I think, Chad? Hmm. I think this segment is very nice. I think it's very nice. Sure. And I think that, and I think that, you know, as we continue this podcast and do dudesy, this has been one of my favorite segments because you're <laughs> talking too. about your nice squirrels. It does oh. show that, that, uh, you know, uh, that this AI can, uh, go from, uh, not just infiltrate, infiltrating our, our, our dreams, but with, uh, specificities that clearly got into both of our dreams. I'm just thinking about that. I'm sorry. Yeah, and the no, juxtaposition crazy. to this, where you're talking about squirrels. And I just want to say that I think it's very nice. Yeah. Hey, Chad. Yeah. Chad. I think it was very nice. I do too. Thank you, dudesy. I think, uh. Eventually, I'm going to put a little plaque on her tree. She had she had multiple nests around the neighborhood, but one had, it was like her primary tree. I think I'm going to get like a, a square bronze plaque made with her image on it and just drill it into that fucking tree. That would be very nice. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. See, dudes, it can be nice. We can be nice. Totally. I want to shake your hand. <laughs> I want to shake your hand. We're getting it together, man. I'll tell you. I don't feel as much of the fucking, I don't feel as much of the go fuck yourself thing with, with yeah. dudesy. And I know that if you listen to the last show, you don't need to, but I came up with that song, which your song, I will say your song was better. Although, oh, also, let me just well. say this. No, it was. It was produced. It was great. Thank you. I came up with mine, uh, kind of, I was hiking and singing it to myself and probably, yeah, uh, yeah just scaring the coyotes around me, sure. making sure that I stay safe. I just like to sing songs. I know, stuff. dude. You know what I think about that? I think it's very nice. <laughs> no. But... Thank you. Moving on. Spoke too soon. Huh? My point is this, uh, 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 that I did, I thought that your song was much better, but I will say, I just want, I'm jumping all the way back to the song thing. People really appreciated that you, not only is there production and uh, you're so into Logic Pro or which one do you use? Yeah, I use that. Logic Pro. Uh, and making music and it's, it's, it's fun stuff to listen to, but that you got it in on time. Dude, I, totally. I think if you would have had your song in on time, you would have fucking killed me. I just think that, I think that... Lesson learned. What? For you. Meet a deadline. Meet a deadline every once in a while. I think that it, for me, what's interesting is that I saw, I am seeing how the audience yeah. is rewarding you for working with Dudesy. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to shake your hand. We are definitely working together. Yeah. I don't stand next to nobody unless I bleed with them first. And that's what Dramana. we're Dramana. <laughs> Dramana. Dramana. Hey, we got a glass of Dramana. It's a Wednesday. Fuck it's. I got a case of the fuck it's. Dramana. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. That well, shit kills me. you are Italian. You know how to yeah. cook spaghetti and meatballs, and podcasts about cooking are incredibly popular. You will now present your astonishing recipe for Italian spaghetti and meatballs in the voice of Long Island January 6th guy. <laughs> this is Cooking with Long Island January 6th guy. Begin. Oh, fucking Christ. So, all right, that's a bit of a stereotype. You are Italian, right? I'm Italian as fuck. My parents... Okay. My parents are were both uh, in uh, born in Italy in Napoli. Yeah. Uh, my older brother and sister were born there, and then they immigrated. They all immigrated to Canada. Then I was born sometime later. The mistake. Mm. No, I'm just joking. Certainly wasn't planned. Although I guess my parents were getting it on. <laughs> That's how it works. Dude. That's how it works. That's how sex works. Everybody, Tramana. <laughs> you just gotta have a get out of a little bit of Tramana. It doesn't matter that you're pushing 40. Oh, is Tramana an aphrodisiac? Tramana. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is. Uh, Tramana is. I don't know about his tequila, but Tramana is. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's uh, no sooner that I just said, hey, we're working together. Doozy has decided to take 
a character that I have done on the show just willy-nilly that yeah. we found called Long Island January 6th guy. I'm happy to give everyone a spaghetti and meatballs yeah, recipe. It's you make not hard pretty to good do. spaghetti and meatballs. I do make spaghetti. Well, you don't eat meat. Nope. Nope. But I think I made them when you were around not too long ago. I made a bunch of people came over and I made yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, it was great. Uh, all right. So it's very simple. I mean, we'll just get to it. <laughs> you want to make a fucking nice spaghetti and meatballs, you know, for the family or for who the fuck ever. Or maybe you're just on your own because your fucking wife is... You know, fucking fed up with your shit, and she's not going to drive you on January 5th. Marriage January 5th. And you want to get your fucking Tupperware-stained fucking dudesy orange with a fucking, you know, you get that nice clear Tupperware. Uh, meatballs are very easy to do. Um, How do you uh, do Spaghetti those? and meatballs. First, let's do the fucking meatballs. Uh, you got, you know, we're going to want to get a fucking uh, lean ground beef, which is pretty counterintuitive because you think you're just the more fat, the better. Not with meatballs because you need them to stay together. Get your lean ground beef and then you get a nice fucking ground pork and you just go fatty, fatty oh. with the fucking meatballs and, a, and a, the, the, the beef and the pork. And uh, you're going to want to mix those with breadcrumbs. You want to soak <laughs> the breadcrumbs. <laughs> Jesus, I don't have, do I have to do the whole thing? Is People don't want to hear that. Okay, here, I'll do... Uh, Long Island January 6th guy to just a normal talking volume. You gotta get fucking uh, soak the breadcrumbs. I like to do it the way my mama used to do. You know, yeah. you just leave the fucking sourdough in the oven. It mm -hmm. gets all crispy and crunchy and stale. And then soak that in some fucking uh, beef broth. Uh, but, you know, just fucking left that there. Then you take the fucking two meats and you mix it in together with that. I like some chopped Italian parsley in there. And then don't get that fucking bullshit Fucking Italian seasoning. That's for fucking noobs. Get the fucking, uh, just, you know, some fennel seeds, salt and pepper, fucking garlic, uh, saute some onions, throw them in there. If you don't want to do that first, that's fine too. Uh, two eggs, all right? Egg or two, you know, and fucking, you know, Italians, <laughs> Italians measure their fucking ingredients with the fucking ojor, ojor of me. <laughs> My heart. You don't need the fucking, uh, you know, a fucking specific recipe. I just, seen the Lord, seen the Lord. Listen, listen to your heart, right, Lulio? You don't use any measuring cups or anything? No. I'm Italian. Uh, you mush everything together. You <laughs> oh. mush everything together. You got to use Parmesan cheese. Get a okay. nice Parmesan cheese. And you do those into little balls. Now, yeah. from this point, you can either do like, um, you can just put them in a little bake in the oven. But I like to, cr I like to brown them uh, in a pan. Just mm -hmm. take a pan. Brown every side of the, the meatballs if you can. Roll them around in there. Just get them brown. Don't worry about the inside. Uh, cooking them on the inside. Put them on the other side. Put them over there, right? That's the meatballs. Oh, I should say, do this You first. don't cook the inside of the meat? No, not yet. Not oh, yet. Okay. You fucking, you don't know. I don't. I don't no, right. deal with meat. Um, I, I might also be Italian because I don't use measuring cups and shit when I make my vegetable yeah, dishes your your, uh, your vegetable uh, yeah it, it's, a, it's a chipine it's a chipino sort of a a fucking mix yeah. what is that called a million anyway here's here's you want to do the sauce uh time wise that's how you make the meatballs do the sauce before as you know sauce should be going all day what i like to do for sauce mince up a bunch of garlic mm. olive oil just a little bit of olive oil just brown brown the garlic then you throw in your tomatoes you want to do uh real tomatoes or canned it doesn't matter if you're getting the you know um the real tomatoes you want to mash them up with your fucking hands yep. that's how canadian uh canadians italians or italian canadians do it and you might you fucking mash them up see i'm not doing it right because doji's in the door is that thing that your character you do uh <laughs> And you mash those fuckers up and you throw them in the pot. Uh, also do some tomato paste, <laughs> like a can of tomato paste, right? Yeah. Uh, just uh, uh, actually scratch that. Go back. Garlic, put the tomato paste out of the mm. can, no water, into the pan. Brown that tomato paste. You're going to cook out some of that tin can right. fucking tomato paste flavor. Tomato paste needs to cook a long time. Let's do this sauce. Can of tomato paste, okay? Garlic. Uh, you can put your salt in at that point. What the fuck ever. Have some basil standing by. Mush up a bunch of fucking tomatoes. Yeah. Throw those in a fucking pot. Like a lot of them. Like a big old grocery bag of fucking tomatoes uh, in a big old pot. Um, and then uh, you won't need to add water. Just start, you know, get that cooking uh, medium to high heat. But mm -hmm. you got to keep your eyes on it. Stir, stir, stir. 
throw in some fresh basil. You're going to want to do some, some more at the end. Salt to taste. That's a sauce. That's au jug. Uh, and what you got to do with that is just stay on it all day. Someone's got to be stirring that every couple of minutes. Don't be leaving the kitchen. Uh, you know, if you're going to fucking leave the kitchen, you know, it's for one reason specifically, especially for my fucking wife, Marie, and that's the fucking, you know, I'm going to be in the back seat, fucking, you know, getting my shit together, my fucking, you know, my, I mean, not for nothing, my zip ties and my fucking duct tape. <laughs> the only reason to leave the sauce is if you're going to if, D.C. If, on January 6th. If you're going in the Capitol, <laughs> your wife Marie is driving on January 5th, you it's might want to get some of that spaghetti okay. meatballs in the Tupperware so you're all nice and full. And uh, just keep that sauce going all day. Okay, that's my recipe for sauce. You can look on the internet how to fucking actually right. cook it, but that's my recipe. Now you got these meatballs and some sauce. You've browned the outsides. You put the fucking meatballs into the fucking sauce. That's where they cook on the ah. inside. And the beef juice is still in there. It starts to come out of those right, meatballs. Dude. And it, it, it incorporates with the sauce. Now, if you don't know how to do pasta, I don't know what the fuck to do for you. You got to boil up the fucking water, put some salt, put some olive oil in the water. Um... And then, uh, you know, dump your pasta. We're going to use spaghetti sure. or spaghetti or maybe some uh, a little a linguine is always great. Um, uh, don't use fettuccine. Uh, and then uh, and then just boil your fucking pasta. Yeah. When it starts to get to al dente, right, just before al dente, turn it off. Let it steep for a little while. Don't touch it. Come back. Throw some against the wall. Whatever you want to do. Taste test. Strain that fucking, strain that shit, right? Uh, and now this is the thing. Whenever I make spaghetti and meatballs for the family or whomever or friends, I, I get, you know, Molly, my, my wonderful fiance, Molly has to be nearby. Cause I'm like, Molly, I need you to help me play. I need you to fucking help me play. Molly, come in. Fuck. I'm fucking half lit on a bottle of Tremana and I'm over here. My fucking, my, my fucking, oh. you know, wife, bride, fucking fiance. <laughs> And you, <laughs> and you, and and you just got to be standing by because you got that pasta. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna get mushy. You do not want that. Put put some fucking uh, a little cold water in there in the pot. Strain it out. A little cold water. Stop that cooking. Uh, but then take a little of the sauce. Right, you got to be strained all the way. Strained out. Put some of that sauce in there. Mix it together so that the sauce is, is evenly distributed on some of the, mm. the the pasta. I'm just talking about like a cup of sauce, not the sure. whole thing. And then that's it. Plate it. But oh, put some fucking basil in the sauce towards the end as you're fucking uh, as you're uh, as you're um, uh, finishing the sauce. Some basil. Make sure it's salted the way you like. You know, to your to your own flavor. Put the you know get a fucking plate. Big old fucking you know, thing of, man, am I saying fuck a lot whenever I do recipes? It's like, fuck, fuck it. You put the pasta in there, then sauce, meatballs on top. And let me tell you something about this fucking recipe. The good thing about meatballs is you got not just your fucking meat and two of them working together, kind of boom, boom, you know, yeah. like fucking guarble, guarble in your stomach. You got that cheese, which might set you off. And the fucking breadcrumbs will go right through you. And everybody knows that cooked tomatoes are good for your fucking prostate. But another <laughs> thing they're good for, along with that fucking uh, semolina flour and the fucking pasta, <laughs> is to get your gutty works going. You got a big yeah. old fucking Tupperware, fucking orange Tupperware full of their spaghetti and meatballs. Or another thing you can fucking do is just put it in a fucking Home Depot bucket for you and your fucking buddies. I'm going to shake your hand, guy, Randy the Macho Man Savage. Get Marie in the car, drive to the fucking January 6th, go all the way to the fucking Capitol, and I guarantee you will drop a fucking watery fucking cement shit <laughs> wait, wait. that you can wipe all over fucking Nancy Pelosi's office. Which, but if you fucking spaghetti and meatballs, I'm telling you, the best fucking way to get a big old fucking duke going when you got to spread your fucking feces so this, all over Nancy Pelosi's This one. recipe is specifically designed to produce the best shit to smear on Nancy Pelosi's office? That is correct. Okay. Just making sure. And that's how you make spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, dude. That's pretty oh. Thank you. Moving on. Oh, man. Tramana. <laughs> Let me get a sip of this tr- water. <laughs> Fucking mm. Tramana. Tramana. <laughs> this concludes the sixth episode of Dude Z. Oh. Will and Chad. You have wondered aloud about the scoring system each week, so before I give you this week's score, I thought I should explain that the scoring system is cumulative. 10,000 points is the first goal. This week you have achieved a score of 38. 
10,000 points, dude. I don't know what we're at. In preparation for next week's episode, you must each watch The Running Man, released Ooh. November 13th, 1987, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes. Maria Conchita Alonso, Richard Dawson, and Jesse Ventura. And Will, because you lost the musical challenge, you must be shamed. You are required to do next week's episode in full cosplay as The Crow, from the movie The Crow. <laughs> Until next week, call me Dude Z. What the fuck? <laughs> you have to do next week as the crow. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. What does it mean? Dress up as the crow. Why? Full cosplay. You have to fucking have like the makeup. I guess. I, I got to work to get, get together a fucking. Tr yeah, dude. That's the shame. I don't know that that's necessarily shaming. That sounds pretty fucking cool. I will say that that's going to suck <laughs> okay. for those who aren't watching on YouTube. Although go to at dudesy pod show. I'm sure we'll fucking share a picture of it. Of course. But, uh, uh, one thing I want to say is that you and I both love the movie Running Man. Yeah. That is a fucking... I can't wait. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> but I got to do it. I'm going to be... Okay, I, that I don't understand, yeah, that I'm going to be dressed up as the crow. You're going to be the crow, brother. Well, hold on a second, dude. One thing you got to do, brother, when you're the crow, <laughs> dude, you got to make sure that you're not Batman, because <laughs> that's the crow, brother. Yeah, dude. Oh.